before I start my message to just say that you and our thoughts and prayers, I know it's not been an easy week for people and, you know, circumstances aren't what maybe many of us have hoped for 2021. But I do believe that, that God is with us and that God can turn these things around for good. So I just want to encourage you and let you know that we're praying for you and that we love you and to get in touch if you need anything as well. You know, this morning I'm starting a new series as we build up towards Vision Sunday and we're just looking at our core values, which are passion and freedom and kindness. And this morning I'm going to unwrap the first one of those, which is passion. Um, and then Steph and Ben are going to carry on the rest of the series looking at freedom and kindness over the next couple of weeks before we come up to Vision Sunday on the 31st, which we're really excited about. Please put it in your diaries. Make sure you join us live for that one in whatever form we're able to do by the end of January. So this morning I'm going to talk to you about passion. And, you know, as as I began to, to look and to study what I wanted to say and ask God, what, what do you want me to talk about to people this morning about passion? And, you know, sometimes I feel the most inequipped person to talk about passion. You know, I'll stand next to other people who are so outwardly passionate and I feel quite shy and quite reserved at times and like I can't express myself and yet I know I have a deep passion within me and I want to encourage you that, you know, maybe you feel sometimes that, you know, you're not as passionate as some people well you know it doesn't outwork us all in the same way and I just want to encourage you that you know passion's not always what we think it is and hopefully as I talk through this morning what I've got to share with you you'll be encouraged and you'll be inspired by the passion within you and the passion that God gives you and allow that to drive you on through this through this next year and through you know what is not an easy season that we find ourselves in at the moment so like I say as I began to look and to study and to speak to God about what he wanted me to say to you I, I did as I often do and looked at the dictionary definition of things and it was that that sent me down the route that I'm going to take you this morning and I was quite surprised by what I read and I'm going to read to you what the dictionary says um, about passion and it says this strong and barely controllable emotions a state or outburst of strong emotion intense sexual love all of these I was like yeah I get them yeah no worries and then it says this the suffering and death of Jesus. And I stopped in my tracks and, you know, I've heard of this period of time in Jesus' life, which is called the Passion of the Christ. And, you know, maybe denominationally, it's not necessarily something that, that we look at on a strong level, but it's more of a denomination thing that people talk about. But I was quite overwhelmed by the fact that the dictionary itself refers to passion by the suffering and death of Christ. And so I thought, wow, I want to look at that a little bit more and I want to take you on a little bit of a journey into the passion that Jesus had and, and how that drove him forward, how that enabled him to suffer and die on the cross and, and what came from that and then what we can do because of that passion Jesus had, how that can spur us on. So if you're happy to journey with me this morning, that's where I'm going. I want to start by reading from Philippians 2, 6 to 11 in the CV version and it says Christ was truly God but he did not try to remain equal with God instead he gave up everything and became a slave when he became like one of us Christ was humble 
He obeyed God and even died on a cross. Then God gave Christ the highest and honoured his name above all others. So at the name of Jesus, everyone will bow down. Those in heaven, on earth and under the earth and to the glory of the Father, everyone will openly agree, Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, I don't know about you, but... Like I said, the Passion of the Christ generally talks about the time period in Jesus' life which covers um, Gethsemane to the crucifixion, you know. But there's so much passion that we see in Jesus' life. You know, we read in Philippians just that, you know, it, it was the passion that God had for us that sent Jesus to come to earth in the first place. We've just celebrated Christmas, that moment that Jesus came, he was a babe in arms. But that decision that was made in the heavens where he, he and God decided that he was going to come down, passion drove Jesus to earth, a passion for you and for me, a love for you and for me that was bigger than anything else. Jesus' passion to obey God and to do what God commanded him, even to the point of dying on a cross, when, you know, at the time, all of his humanity was saying, do I really want to do this? Yet passion drove him on to do the will of God for the love of mankind, for the love of you and I. Jesus came, was born as a baby and went on to live a perfect life, to do amazing miracles and amazing things and then die on a cross but most importantly and this is the bit that the dictionary leaves out that he rose again that he is granted all authority and that he is lord he is lord over everything that is going on at the moment he is lord over your difficult circumstances he is lord over your mental health he is lord over the mess of homeschooling he is lord over you having to shield he is lord over you worrying and wondering what's going to happen he is Lord over your grief and fear. He is Lord and that power that he brings and the passion that he can stir and drive within us is life transforming. So I want to take you on a journey this morning so that we can learn who he is, who he is to us, therefore that we can be saved and live a different life, but also so we can follow him in a life of passion. And our passion may be different in many ways. You know, many of us are really keen to share our passions on social media and through the things that we're committed to putting time into but how passionate are we about God and the things of God I want you to ask yourself that this morning do you put more things on your social media feed about God or about your dog what is most important to you do you put more things in 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 time and energy into something that's to do with God or to do with something else that you're excited about and it doesn't mean these things are wrong it's not wrong to put your dog on social media it's not wrong to spend time doing things you enjoy God calls us to live a full and happy life but he also calls us to outwork and live our lives to his glory just like Jesus did so this morning as we step into the brink of 2021 and as things may not seem to be going as much to plan as we thought we all need a passion 
greater than what circumstances allow. We need a passion greater than the, than the things that have been put on us that stops us doing those things that we love and we enjoy. We need that passion like Christ had that will drive us on, that will keep us going through hardship, that will help us to persevere and push through when we want to quit. I don't know about you, but this morning, the cry of my heart is, God, give me a renewed passion for you. God, give me a renewed passion for your will and purposes, for the things that you're calling me to. And God, give me a renewed passion for those who do not know you yet so that I can share the good news of Jesus Christ and what his passion led him to. So I want to take us on a bit of a journey, like I keep saying, and I want to look at a few aspects of Jesus's life and where we can see that passion really driving him. And hopefully that will help us to grow in our passion and how we outwork that too. So the first thing I want to look at is the source of Jesus's passion. What was his source? And, you know, I've touched on this a little bit already, but Jesus's source with his love for you and I. Let's not forget this. We see at Christmas he comes as a baby and we get caught up in all the story of that. But the underlying reason that he came was because God was separated from us. And because he loved us so much, he didn't want that. He was willing to do and give anything and everything he could to get back close to us. I read over the last couple of months a story about a family who had had a family member kidnapped and it was an amazing and tragic and horrific story in many aspects but the thing that drove through the whole story was this family's desperation to see the father returned to their family unit they went to no end of lengths financially practically seeking help doing everything they could to get their father released who had been kidnapped and taken captive and was being held hostage to get him back there was nothing that they wouldn't do you know there was the just like with Jesus, there was nothing that was holding him back. His passion for you and I, his passion and desire to want to be close with us, to not allow sin to be in between us. He was willing to do anything, even unto dying on a cross so that he could have that proximity back with us. It was the source of his passion, that love that drove him on when it was difficult. It was that source that drove him on when he thought, I can't do this anymore. It was the source that drove him on when he was fearful of what lay ahead at the cross yet his love for us was the passion that kept him going in and through it it was a longer lasting passion than something in his flesh that he enjoyed it was a longer lasting passion than something that he just had a, a fleeting fancy over it was a deep and lasting passion that drove him through the hardship and kept him going and stuck him to the goal that he had Philippians 2 verse 6, I'm going to read just the first part of it again. It says, Christ was truly God, but he did not try to remain equal with God. Instead, he gave up everything and became a slave when he became like one of us. Jesus was willing to give up everything so that he could have relationship with us again on an intimate level and it was his passion the passion that he and the father had that drove him on to the cross to what he knew would bring new life would bring new relationship and would bring resurrection power 
you know there's an amazing song and we're going to sing it after this preach called reckless love and and some of the words in it are this there's no mountain he won't climb up no wall he won't kick down no shadow he won't light up coming after you jesus is passionate about you and if you don't know him this morning he would do anything to reach you he is desperate to have relationship with you and he is calling out to you today to come close to him for the first time or again you know that source was the thing that kept him going where is the source of your passion coming from go back to the beginning of your faith go back to God and allow that passionate love that you have there to help drive you on this year to help guide you to help you in your steps the next thing the next aspect of Jesus life I want to look at is the direction of his passion and that came from that source that we've already talked about you know It was about fulfilling those prophecies. It was about fulfilling the will of the Father. It was about getting there no matter what. And we see the enemy try and redirect him in Matthew 4. But but Jesus was going to accomplish what he'd come to do. And he rejected the enemy's redirection. He said, no, I'm not going that way. I know what I am called to do. You may be whispering in my ear, come here, it will be better. Come here, I will look after you more. Come here and you'll have everything. And yet God knew that he had to stay the path, that he couldn't have his ear tickled to go here and there and to run off to the next best thing that was being offered. But he knew he'd got to stay the course. He knew the direction he'd been called to. He knew where his path was and he stuck that course because of the passion that drove him to do that. Even when it was things he didn't want to do, even when he felt like he was on his own, even when he felt like everything was going wrong. And is this really the right way to go? Is there not another way? And yet, still he kept going he didn't allow himself to be redirected by the enemy he didn't allow the crowd to redirect him many times they tried to make him king and do different things with him they tried to put him in a position that he knew wasn't the right position it wasn't the will of God it wasn't where God was calling him and yet people are saying do this do this instead come with us do this listen for the voice of God this year in your life let God's passion be your source let his voice and his Holy Spirit guide you and keep you on that right path where he is calling you to go and then we see that Jesus gets to the point where it is finished he knew the direction he'd got to do he hung on the cross and his last breath was it is done because he knew what he got to do and he stayed the course he didn't let his enemies he didn't let his friends get him to go in the wrong direction but he knew the will of God he knew the calling of the Holy Spirit and he allowed his passion to drive him through the hardest things don't let this world distract you don't let this world pull you here and there to different things to things that God is not calling you to it doesn't mean they're wrong but God is calling you on a specific path this year 
Don't miss it by allowing the world, your friends, the enemy to pull you aside from where God is calling you to go. And oh my goodness, am I preaching to myself this morning. There is a path for us to tread that God calls us to walk and his source and passion is the thing that keeps us going. His love is the thing that keeps us going. Ask him this morning, God help me, God show me, God enable me to see and hear your words so that I stay the course of where you're calling me to go and don't get distracted with what I want and what other people are saying is right for me. The third aspect of Jesus' passion that I want to talk to you about is the power. He had power because of his passion. We read that at the end of the Philippian scripture. I'll read it to you again, verse 10. It says, so at the name of Jesus, everyone will bow down. Those in heaven, on earth and under the earth and to the glory of God the Father, everyone will openly agree, Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus's passion brought away for power beyond what he was enabled to on earth. Now, when we see Jesus on earth, there was power. There was power for forgiveness of sins. There was power for healing. There was power to raise people from the dead. We see Jesus do all of these things. And yet... There is greater power that came because he fulfilled his purpose, because he died on the cross. That power is now given to us in such a measure that we can believe and see and do the miraculous. We can see for healing. We can believe for those things. And it's hard sometimes because, you know, we don't see those healings that we want. We don't see those miracles and those breakthroughs and we feel like we're stuck. And yet I want to encourage you this morning. There is power in and through. Jesus allow your passion to realign you to him this year allow your passion to take you walking down the path that he's calling you to and his power will enable and equip you to keep going you're not a powerless victim Jesus didn't go to the cross as a powerless victim he didn't die on the cross as a victim but he went to the cross willingly following the will of God and out of that came victory and he was raised in majesty and God wants to take us on that journey too is it always easy no do we always see the things we hope and believe for no we don't but do we stop no allow your passion to keep you going through your disappointment through your heartbreak through your grief and your struggle through your wonderings and your questions allow that passion to allow you to keep going to keep believing to go again don't allow yourself this year to be a victim but instead believe for greater instead believe in what God is calling you to instead believe that he is with you and that he is for you you know it says in the bible that with faith as small as a mustard seed and if I had a mustard seed this morning it's that small you wouldn't be able to see it all we need is the tiniest bit of faith the tiniest bit of passion to rise up within us and believe again that God is going to do something miraculous this year through you focusing on him and walking in his path that there is power in that place keep your eyes fixed on Jesus this year And you may be thinking, well, that's all wonderful that Jesus had this source and, you know, he followed the direction of God. And do you actually know how hard that is? And, you know, he was so powerful. And you know how weak I feel right now? And, you know, I just can't even pick myself up to just wash the dishes. Well, I just want to talk to you a little bit this morning about, but how then? So how do we do this? How, how do we 
do how do we find this source how do we keep that direction how do we how do we see this power outworked in our lives that Jesus saw because of the passion and love that he had for us and his commitment to seeing it through to the end so that we could have forgiveness of sins everlasting life and so that his Holy Spirit could come and fill us and help us on a daily basis I believe there is a pattern that we can see in Jesus' life that will help us he left us the passion for a passionate life you know and when when we believe in Jesus and when we commit our lives to Jesus the Holy Spirit is there and will come and infill us and with the help of the Holy Spirit that is the thing that reminds us and helps us to go back to the source that is the thing that helps us in directing our path that is the thing that brings the power to our lives the Holy Spirit our senior partner the one who stands with us believes with us encourages us keeps us going whispers in our ear when we need it the Holy Holy Spirit comes and brings that pattern into Jesus' life that we can bring into our lives that I believe will help you to live a passionate life this year, that I believe will help you to live a life that is similar and reflective of that that Jesus lived. So the first thing is this, know who you are. Matthew three seventeen, we see the Holy Spirit open the heavens and come down and God speak over Jesus as he was baptized this is my beloved son we see that that was the first pattern we see in Jesus' life that he knew who he was that it was confirmed to him this morning I want to encourage you understand that you are a new creation 2 Corinthians 5 17 declares this therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old is gone the new has come be transformed in your mind Romans 12 2 says do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve that God's will is his good and pleasing and perfect will if you're struggling and wondering what it is and you don't know where to go and you don't know what path and you're confused then you need to allow God to come and renew and refresh your mind to take away all the confusion and the uncertainty and bring clarity and we do that by knowing who we are in him by knowing who we are that we are his children that we are loved that there is peace in him and as we find that peace we can clear the rest of the mess out of our mind so our focus can be on him so that we can listen hear and understand what he is calling us to do the first thing to do this year is know who you are in christ just like Jesus had to learn. The second one is living a life of love. We see Jesus in the Gospels loving on tax collectors, women who committed adultery, then dying on the cross for those who just didn't even really care, who wanted him to die. That that one of his last words was, you know, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. There was still so much love overflowing from him despite the horrific death that he was going through. You know, let's treat others with love this year. Philippians 2, 3 to 4 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humanity consider others better than in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests but also to the interests of others how often are we self-seeking how often is it all about God 
God is calling us this year to follow this pattern of Jesus where we live a life of love, where it's about loving on others, where it's about what we can do for them, where it's about helping them, where it's about sharing a kind word, not a discouragement, where it's about supporting and getting behind. Now is the time to stand together, not fall apart. Now is the time to encourage, not discourage. Now is the time to commit and be strong in him. That's the pattern that is calling us to to live a life of love and kindness and hope the next thing that I believe we see in this pattern of Jesus's life of passion we've seen that he knew he was we've seen this life of love and then we see him begin to live out the teachings that God installs in him and for us it's about living out the teachings of Jesus in John 5 19 Jesus says I only do what the father does He is more concerned about what God is telling him to do than anything else, than any distraction from the world. God, what do you want me to do? That is what I'm going to do. And Jesus teaches us to do the same. We we read in the Beatitudes in Matthew about about following in his ways. And, And God is calling us to follow those teachings of Jesus. You know, maybe this year you could spend some time reading through the Gospels. What is Jesus saying to me? What are his teachings? What is he calling me to do? He's calling me to love. He's calling me to be kind. He's calling me to stand with others. He's calling me to reach out to my friends and my neighbours. He's calling me to share the good news. He's calling me to pray and believe for those who need it. He's calling me to support my local church. He's calling me to many, many things. Read through those teachings and learn what he's calling you to do and allow that to become part of the pattern of the life that you choose to live in 2021. And the last thing I want to say to you this morning is with Jesus, we see that he brings this good news and he says, I am. He shared who he was with those around him. He shared what he had with those around him. He shared his ability and he helped other people to go on and to be greater than they were. He enabled other people to go on and do good works and share that good news. Sharing our faith. Matthew 5, 14 says, You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Jesus was all about the good news. It was all about the good news that the kingdom of God was here, that there was there was freedom, that there was new life. And the same message stands today that Jesus came. He was born of a virgin. He died on the cross. He rose again and through his his resurrection there is forgiveness of sins there is everlasting life there is good news to share and you know you may look at the news at the minute and think there is no good news there is good news the good news is Jesus Christ is alive the good news is that you know what that good news is share it with those around you people are desperate for good news people are desperate to hear that there is love that there is hope that there is freedom for them and all of those things are found so readily in Jesus Christ if we want to share and encourage people to come just like Jesus did So this year, I want to encourage you, you know, the passion of the Christ came and changed the lives and the futures of us all. 
And because of it, we now have forgiveness. We now have this resurrection power. We now have the knowledge that we have eternal life through faith in him. And I want to encourage you this morning. If you don't know Jesus, then there's an opportunity for you to talk to somebody and ask some questions. Then please follow one of the links on our website. Click the link on Church Online. We would love to talk with you more so that you can meet Jesus and you can begin this year learning about about his passion for you and his passion for your life. You know, and for those of you who do know Jesus, let's live out that passion through our lives, chasing after Jesus, looking to work and, and, and follow after what he's calling us to do. Let's speak love and life to people. Let's dig deeper. This year, let the passion of the Christ be our source, be our direction, be our power and be our pattern. And as we sing this next song, I just want to encourage you that no matter where you find yourself today, God wants to come to you and find you in that place and lift you up and bear you in his arms and fill you afresh with his love fill you afresh with a passion to see you through this year and he wants to help and encourage you so as we sing this song I want to encourage you lift your arms to God ask him to speak to you ask him to refresh you ask him to encourage you ask him to block out all those noises from the world that are trying to distract and redirect you and allow him to call you in the way everlasting let me pray for you before we sing Father God I thank you for the passion that drove Jesus on. I thank you that you were his source, that you were his direction, that you were his power. And I pray this morning that you would be a renewed source to us, that you would renew and help us to see the direction that you're calling us to individually and as a church, that you would just put a new power within us so that we are equipped so that we are ready to follow that pattern out of knowing who we are of living a life of love of following Jesus' teachings and of sharing that God news God I pray that no matter where we find ourselves this morning that there is nothing that you will not do to reach us and I pray that as you step into the, our lives Father God that we would see passion beyond anything we have known this year and it would drive us as individuals it would drive us as a church and as we see you in a new way father god that we would see countless people coming to know you that we would see lives transformed that we would see destinies rewritten father god god i pray your passion within each and every one of us in a new way god stir us again god fill us again god do the miraculous in us again even in this season god we're believing for more from you in jesus name Amen.